The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. I can tell you from experience, the effect you have on others is the most valuable currency there is. Don't think, feel. It is like a finger pointing away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger, or you will miss all that heavenly glory. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Hey, brothers, welcome back to the Nicholas Gregoratis Show. I am your host, Nicholas Gregoratis, speaking to you from a beautiful, sunny Los Angeles, California. I hope wherever you are in the world and whatever it is that you're doing, that you're happy, healthy, and living a life of purpose. I have a wonderful guest for you today, someone I've been trying to get on the show for a long time and finally managed to do it. Before we get into that episode, I want to remind you guys, if you want to support me and my work If you get something out of the show, the best way you can support me is to become a patron of my sponsors. I have two at the moment. The first is Bubs Naturals. Bubs was created by one of my previous guests, Sean Lake, and it's a fantastic company. He created it to honor the memory of one of his very closest friends who died on a special operations mission in Benghazi. And They have some fantastic products. My favorite of theirs is their all-natural collagen. Collagen is all the rage right now in health circles, and for good reason. There's a lot of clinical research to show just how effective it is at healing joints and connective tissue and improving the quality of your hair, skin, and nails. There's also some evidence to suggest that it improves your sleep. I know when I take it before I go to sleep at night, I sleep better. And man, I'm all about a good night's sleep. If you head on over to bubsnaturals.com and use the code NICKG20, that's N-I-C-G-2-0, you'll get 20% off any of their products. The other sponsor of the show is my spiritual mentor and one of the most important people in my life, Rocco Jarman. He runs eyeswideopenlife.org. He's a podcaster, a poet, a mystic, and also uh, I think one of the coolest ways to describe him is he's a, a surgeon of the soul. If you're having an issue in your life, if there's a plateau that you've hit that you just cannot break through, or there's something that's that's really bothering you or torturing you and you need the big guns, Rocco is the guy to speak to. I'm living proof of the efficacy of his work About two years ago, I was really in a very dark place due to some circumstances in my life. And with all the, the tools I had at my disposal, and I have many, I couldn't break through to the other side. And Rocco helped me in, in ways that I can't even describe here. It would be doing his work a disservice for me to try to describe what he does. So please head on over to eyeswideopenlife.org and check out Rocco's stuff. So guys, today's guest is a gentleman named Brad Yates. Now, before we start the show, I want you guys to know that, you know, I will never tell you guys about something that I don't use myself. Or I'll never recommend something that I don't use myself or that I haven't used myself in the past. And Brad Yates is someone who is very well versed in a modality called EFT, which is emotional freedom technique. Now, If you hear that and you sound skeptical, trust me, I was too. But it's one of those things you have to see it to believe it. You have to literally experience EFT for yourself to understand how powerful it is. So I implore you to listen closely to this episode. And 
once it's over, don't be that guy that just listens and then thinks that sounds interesting and does nothing with it. Go find some YouTube videos online and try some of the methods that Brad talks about. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Here we go. Hey, brothers, please welcome to the show, Mr. Brad Yates. Now, I've been trying to think of a title to describe Brad and, and what he does. He doesn't assign himself one. So what kept coming to my mind earlier today while I was preparing for this discussion was Brad is someone who helps people. Pretty much the simplest and most accurate description that I can come up with. You happy with that, Brad? I guess I can roll with that, Nick. Thanks. That's what I try to do. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, today's discussion, I've been wanting to, to talk to you for a long time and have you on the show for a long time because you are an expert at a particular protocol called emotional freedom technique, also known as tapping, that I've used to great success or with great success over the past couple of years. So I really want to just, I want people to get an idea of who you are, because I think you are one of the best advertisements for tapping, because if people haven't watched the video of yours, you just radiate or you have an aura of positivity and calm and just generally goodness. And to me, that sells the technique on its own. So this is an audio show, so people can't see you, but I'm sure if we, if we just talk a little bit about you and your background, they'll very quickly understand the type of person you are. So, so let's start there. Brad, how did you come to, to be this man who helps people specifically using EFT? How does a grown man find himself tapping on his face for a living? <laughs> <laughs> so I actually started out as an actor. And I had studied acting in London. I traveled the world doing theater. And then went to Los Angeles to become a movie star, as one does. Uh -huh. And while I was there, I met a woman, fell in love, got married. And when our first child was on the way, I thought, you know, I might need a backup career. <laughs> you know, I'd had, a, I'd had a few successes. I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV <laughs> on Days of Our Lives. So I'd always been fascinated by the power of the mind. It, it really... Really, the when I was in, in my early teens, I think, is when I first was fascinated by parapsychology and things like that. I, you know, had newspaper clippings of Yuri Geller up and stuff, just thinking, wow, there's so many cool things that are beyond what's normal. And at that time, my dad gave me a book. When I was about 15. He said, I think you're ready for illusions. So Illusions, The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah by Richard Bach, who uh, is also famous for writing Jonathan Livingston Siegel. And that, that book just kind of clicked something in me. And so it wasn't until years later that I really started to get into that. And so as I was looking for a, a backup career, I found an advertisement for a hypnotherapy school. And I thought, ooh, wouldn't that be cool? So I started training as a hypnotherapist and opened a small practice and was continuing that. I started doing that while still continuing my acting career. And when our second child was on the way a couple of years later, I recognized that as much as I had loved acting, this personal development work really felt like my calling. It really felt like the best use of my talents. And and, and everything I'd done as an actor really helped that. So, you know, all the training I'd had as, a, as an actor helped me as a hypnotherapist. So had that soothing voice that, that helped people. And 
And in, in terms of, of helping people, I, I have to you know admit that I was not that prone to doing so early on. But this woman that I married, my wife Christy, is a is is a bit of a world saver. She uh, she was the director of a uh, program for homeless men and women at the time, and was really making a difference. And so I really picked that up from her, and just felt called to do more of that. And then using this, what I was now doing with with hypnosis, one of the first things I did was. At, at this uh, transitional housing program that she was running in Santa Monica, I, I got her to allow me to come in and do a personal development workshop for residents and used uh, hypnotherapy to help them work their, uh, with their mindset and help them see more value in themselves. So that's kind of kind of where it started. So when I realized that personal development work was really my calling, we moved from Los Angeles up to Northern California to be closer to our families. Both our, her parents had moved to Northern California from Ohio and my parents had lived up there. So we thought, okay, let's raise our kids closer to their grandparents. And through some other hypnotherapists heard about EFT, emotional freedom techniques, also known as tapping, this process of tapping these meridian points that have been used in acupuncture for thousands of years. And so it was just, it was like, wow, this is a really interesting technique and started introducing it into my hypnotherapy sessions, which little by little over time became tapping sessions with a little bit of hypnosis at the end. And that's primarily just because the efficacy of EFT was superior to the efficacy of hypnotherapy. You know, for some people, I don't want to make uh, any claims about that because I know some people will find that hypnosis is more, more effective for them. For me, in terms of delivering it, it felt more right. What for, for for the way that I like to make a difference for folks, the uh, tapping seem it is a uh, I don't know. It just it just feels like a more right way for me to do it. I still love doing hypnosis. I still do guided imageries at the end of most of my sessions or in the middle of my workshops. So it's still a very powerful technique, and for some people, it will be the right technique that. People get very precious about their uh, self-development techniques and say, sure. oh, this is better than that one. It's like, you know, that's to me. Whatever works, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He healing, yeah. healing techniques to me are like music. There's different genres. There's different instruments and different people play instruments differently. Mm. You know, there are people who don't like the way I use EFT, but to say it's wrong, that that's like Keith Richards saying to Eric Clapton, oh, you play the guitar wrong. Like, no, just play it differently. And mm. for some people, it's more the right way. And there are people who are bigger fans of Clapton than Keith Richards. And, and it's all good. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I totally get that. I mean, I have this uh, mantra with which or by which I live my life, which is I don't I don't want to be right. I just want to get it right. So I don't really care what it is that, that gets me the results. If it gets the results, I'll use it. I don't need to be it doesn't need to be approved by anyone. It just has to fucking work. Right? Like, so that's where I'm at with that. So it kind of sounds like you're the same. Yeah. You know, finding that those ways that, that feel like the best use of our gifts and talents mm -hmm. and it could change, you know, who knows at some point I might find something that's like, Oh, this feels even more right than EFT. Sure. And it's whatever, however I can best make the difference that I'm here to make. Wow. I love that. So let's let's educate the listeners, uh, or at least the ones who haven't yet 
heard or haven't yet used EFT because it's quite an unusual thing. Um, it looks really weird when you're doing it for sure. <laughs> but I mean, that's one of the ways that, that I helped, I don't want to say put faith in it because it wasn't about putting faith in it. One of the ways that I came to, how I even gave EFT a chance was when I read about the history of it and saw that it, it not only is it backed by clinical studies showing how effective it is, it's also got quite a, a scientific slant to how it works where you can, you can explain it in terms of, of science. Right. And I'd love for you to just share a little bit more about what it is and, and how it works and how it was discovered or pioneered. Yeah, absolutely. So there are uh, all kinds of routes to this from acupuncture, which as I said, has been used in Chinese medicine for thousands of years. And, you know, the discovery back then was that there are, energy pathways in the body. And, and now we know more about metaphysics and that everything is energy and energy is always flowing. And there are things that cause the flow of energy to get disrupted. And so then we don't feel so good and when we don't feel as good. We don't make the best choices and that has negative impact on our lives. So it was a psychologist named Roger Callahan who uh, back around 1980 had been working with a woman with a lifelong water phobia. And he, she had been to the therapist throughout her life and still could only bathe in an inch of water. She just had such an adverse reaction to it. So he'd been doing traditional therapy with her for about a year and a half. And the best he could do was have her outside sitting near a swimming pool, but she had to be looking away. And that was even difficult, but at least, you know, she could, she could manage. And at this time, he was exploring different things, you know, continuing learning, and he was taking a course in acupressure. And so he said to her, what is the physical discomfort you experience with the fear? And she said, I get a knot in my stomach. He said, okay, well, so I've learned that a key point for the stomach meridian is right here under the eye. Let's see what happens if we just tap here under your eye and see if that helps with the knot in your stomach. And she, after just a moment of tapping, she said, it's gone. And he said, well, what's gone? She said, the fear. And she runs out of the house towards the swimming pool. And he's running after her saying, well, wait, stop. She goes, it's okay. I, I know that I don't know how to swim. I'm not going to jump in. But she got down by the water and started splashing water in her face. And she said, I feel fine. Hmm. And naturally he was thinking, hmm, that's interesting. Hmm. <laughs> so he started exploring with different patients and developed this this technique where he would tap different acupuncture points for in different sequences for different issues. And within a year, he put himself out of business because all of his patients who had been coming to him on a weekly basis were now feeling fine. Wow. So he called this thought field therapy uh, or Callahan technique is the other name for it and started teaching this. And one of his first students was a gentleman named Gary Craig. And Gary had his degree in engineering from Stanford. So he's looking at all these different algorithms of tapping different points in different sequences and thought, well, you know, there's eight points that we're tapping. Rather than spending a lot of time figuring out which points to tap in which sequence, what if we just tap all the points in a row? And, you know, maybe we don't, maybe we tap a point that doesn't need to be tapped, but it doesn't matter. It's not going to have an adverse effect. But this way we know that we're covering all the bases. Mm. So he called this more streamlined uh, form. EFT or emotional freedom techniques. And that's the, the technique. Most of the tapping that is done today is based off of that. There are uh, 
all kinds of other pioneers, Larry Nims, Fred Gallo, other people who have learned, had learned from Roger Callahan and developed other protocols for tapping. But that's, and so now a lot of us just use the term tapping for this process of tapping on these points. And as you said, there's a growing body of scientific evidence showing how effective it can be. And I think to me, you know, I read Gary Craig, he has a, a free PDF on, on EFT that you can get on the web. And I, I read it several years ago. And the thing that stood out to me is uh, he, he kind of, he, so he's an engineer by trade. Engineering is, is if I'm not mistaken, one of, one of the, the, the sciences. And he, he came at this thing from a, a very scientific perspective. And he said, look, if you look at psychology, it doesn't really meet the standards of a science because it doesn't produce repeatable results. Right. And, and um, people stay in therapy for years and years. I mean, it's, it's such a common story. You hear about people I've been in therapy for eight years and my therapist says this, or I've gone to a new therapist and they never really get better. Right. And I've spent enough time around psychologists to get the sense that they don't have what I want. Right. Like generally, and, and again, this is a gross generalization. There are, there are some very enlightened psychologists, but the ones I've spent time around don't exude the kind of presence that a, a guy like you does, right? They don't have that kind of calm, centered demeanor. And they're not, I think in Christian terms, they would call it the gifts of the spirit, right? Which is, you know, patience, kindness, all, all these types of things. And again, just to reiterate, that is a gross generalization. <laughs> I think we can also look at, as I said, the people in therapy, they generally don't get better. It doesn't yield results. And if it does, they're sporadic and uh, not comprehensive. And so, that was something that really stuck out at me because he was saying EFT has clinical research to show that if you do A, the result of X comes out the other end, right? And I've noticed that for myself, like when I do EFT, things happen, things change, things move. And sometimes they're subtle, but it definitely results in something. Whereas uh, I can talk about my problems to someone for hours and it doesn't really seem to have any benefit. I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. Yeah. And I think that there are a lot of benefits to, to psychotherapy. It's intangible. The difference in, in terms of, of the science is because in, in engineering, you can take a manufactured tool and you can replicate that tool over and over such that, you know, if I have, if I create five different tools, all those tools are going to get the same result over and over again. Psychotherapy is different because every person is individual. We can't create, you know, you might have a really effective psychotherapist, but you can't duplicate that person exactly. And these, these tools are also having an effect on things that are pretty replicable. And, and human beings as patients are totally different. So it's, it's really comparing apples and oranges because one therapist might be so effective for one particular client and not so effective with other clients. Um, it's the, the same, you know, to go back to the idea of music, you know, some people are just, just go nuts listening to Eric Clapton and other people are like, meh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I know could take mean. it or leave it. So we could say, okay, music's not scientific because it has this positive effect with one person and not the other. And we will also find you know, for, for all kinds of reasons, we may find the results that, that fit our model and, and not see the results that might fit others. So 
it's hard to say. Now, I I believe that tapping can can take it to a next level. Uh, I have a good friend named Dr. Peter Stapleton, who is one of the lead researchers in EFT at present. She's a, a professor of, of psychology in uh, in in Australia at a university, and just an amazing woman doing amazing research. She's done chemical studies showing the um, the changes in in chemicals like uh, the hormone um, cortisol, which is related to stress and showing how that lowers. I think she did the first fMRI studies where you can see brain scans seeing where the abnormal activity in the brain is. And then after tapping that brain activity is normalized. So, you know, instead of people just saying, oh, it's this weird technique that it might make you feel better. We have that scientific, uh, those machines that can show all right, here's something tangible that, that we can look at. So she calls tapping and, and these somatic techniques the fourth wave of psychology because it adds a whole other component. Having Because we don't just think our feelings. We, we feel them in our body. So adding that takes it, adding, adding that, that somatic or physical element of the tapping does take it to an, a next level so that we do see uh, more often see more tangible results. Yeah. That's, that's so fascinating to me, the, the fourth wave of psychology. And, and I think something that came to me while you were describing that is when, when you go to therapy generally, and again, I, my understanding of that particular field is limited to the time I spent dating a, a clinical psychologist uh, for several years. And also my, I guess my layman's interest in, in the, the way the mind works and the way we, we are as humans, but generally it's talk therapy, right? You sit down and you talk, right? You verbalize things and the therapist asks you questions or listens and it's, it's, it has this verbal component, but there's very seldom a somatic component. And yeah, that's one of the things that Western philosophy and medicine, I think gets wrong is they divorce the, the mind and the body and they create these two separate elements and they're not separate. They are intrinsically one thing. And so that Cartesian split. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's why I think EFT, there's something to it because not only do you verbalize, but you simultaneously tap yourself and you engage that somatic aspect. And I think that's definitely something to do with why it's so powerful. Yeah. It's that it, it, it's a mind body tool for mind body entities. And we are a mind-body entity. Absolutely. But, but most of us, especially in, in the West, are often very disconnected. We're, we're just heads that have a body that moves us around. Mm -hmm. And so we, do, we try to talk ourselves out of feelings and not recognizing, okay, but let's address the body at the same time. Now, we can. one of the great things about tapping is you can get benefits from it just tapping without saying words but it's really the combination of the words with the tapping where we get the most profound results. And what I've realized is it's a combination of the words with the tapping and with the feeling, like actually feeling those emotions that are trapped while you're doing the, the tapping and the verbalizing that gives me the best result. Yeah. And that's what part of the languaging is designed to bring up the feelings. Mm. So when I'm working with someone, I will be exploring all the possible things that might be going on and, you know, sort of poking around there, leave, lifting stones to see what might be under there and going, okay, where, where is that feeling? Because when we can tune into that feeling, then we can tap it out. Absolutely. So 
I have one more, one more main topic that I wanted to discuss with you. This one's a little bit, I don't even, don't even want to say touchy, but it might be a little bit sensitive because it's my understanding you're not an actual licensed medical professional, so you cannot dispense medical advice. I know you always put a very clear disclaimer at the beginning of your videos, which I appreciate. And I also know that you work with certain people and you want to keep their privacy intact and you don't want to divulge names or anything like that. But what really helps me in life is hearing testimonials isn't there, is, is one element, but just hearing about examples of efficacy and, and seeing how certain things and modalities have changed people's lives. So I'd love to know if you'd, if you'd be able to, to just to hear from you some examples you've seen firsthand of EFT or tapping working in either your own life or the lives of others. And again, you don't have to name names or anything like that. If you'd be willing to do that, I think it would really help people to, I don't know, put, put a little bit of faith in this and be willing to give it a go. Yeah, absolutely. And it's an interesting thing because this is another thing in terms of the whole um, engineering and science thing is that with objects, we can see measurable results. With human beings, it can be more tricky. You know, someone can can say, and this is part of the thing with uh, things like fMRIs and and studies of hormones and things like that is that we can, those are places where we can assign numbers where we can see the difference. With most of my clients, I don't have them hooked up to an fMRI or um, taking chemical, uh, you know, swabs of their of their mouth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. let's see if we're, you know, I know you said you're feeling better, but let's put it through the scanner and see. <laughs> But for a lot of folks, it's just an, they'll they'll state an overall sense of well-being. You know, they might say, "Okay, I I haven't." You know, there may not be things that other people might necessarily notice. And then sometimes it really is where people will say, "Oh, I." Uh, people are saying to me, "You know, I, I can't tell what the difference is," but people are saying to me, "You look different. You sound different. You you just seem happier." I I have a couple of clients who know each other, and um, the one who had referred the other was saying, "Oh my goodness, the difference in her is is I just it, it's so interesting and, and and amazing to see how she shows up, just because there's something different about how they are, and that's not something you can really measure with a with a tool necessarily, you know. And the interesting thing with EFT is that we're able to work on so many different issues. And basically, at its at its basis, the way I see it, is that tapping is a stress relief tool. So we're calming down the it it sends calming signals to um, the nervous system, and whether that's through these meridians that have been used in acupuncture, whether that's just sending chemical signals or bioelectrical signals to the amygdala, telling it it's okay, you can calm down. There are a lot of different things that we're looking at in terms of the exact mechanics of why tapping works, but we, it, it calms down the nervous system so that when we're looking to make changes, that as human beings, we have a, our amygdala looks for threats. And so when we try to make a change, it perceives a threat and tries to stop us. So when we can calm that down, we allow things to get better and it could be physical. So my favorite one in terms of physical is I was at a health fair, had a booth at a health fair and somebody came over and this guy was saying, oh, I've got my, my back is really bothering me. And I said, okay, on a scale of zero to eight, zero to 10, 
And he said, it's eight. It's really uncomfortable. And so we did a little bit of tapping and he and his partner went away. A few hours later, they came back. He said, I don't know if you know this, but over in another part of the park, there's a dance floor. And we've been over there dancing. And what the <laughs> heck did you do to me? That's cool. <laughs> he was yeah. feeling no discomfort and been out dancing. Whereas before his back had been bothering at an eight out of 10. And again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying, I'm not looking to make claims because there's all kinds of things that can be going on. It's not like, oh, with any back pain on any day, anybody can tap and remove it like that. Sure. So, so not I mean, yeah, it could be psychosomatic. It, it have a, or a placebo effect. I completely understand that. I think for me, look, that, that explanation that you're calming the nervous system and when the nervous nervous system is calm, certain deep structures in the brain go that used to perceive or used to perceive threats go offline and it allows higher level executive function to take over. That, that makes sense to me. It makes sense to me. What I, and I, and I, I take that explanation. And I think that's a part of it. What I believe is happening with EFT. It's a little bit more of a woo woo explanation. I think, as you said in the beginning, like we now know that it's, it's been proven categorically through multiple branches of science, including um, I guess it's not really considered a branch of science, but including metaphysical studies that everything is energy. When you really dig down, it's all energy. And I think what happens, what I notice with myself is that if everything's energy, we all as human beings carry a specific frequency or level of vibration. And that level of vibration determines what you attract into your life because like levels of frequency match with other like levels of frequency. And then you, you swim in your little own little pool that's surrounded with things at that level. So I notice EFT when I do it, when I do my tapping in the morning, it changes my energy and that causes me to attract different things as I go through my day. And that's kind of what I think is going on on, on a deeper level. I mean, yeah, I'd be interested to know in your thoughts, to, to know your thoughts on that. A absolutely. And I've done a lot of tapping around law of attraction, you know, um, one of the most famous law of attraction teachers is Abraham Hicks. And they say, the most important thing is that you feel good because yeah. as you feel good, you attract good things into your life. Absolutely. So, so like, for instance, one of the, one of the fun things to tap on are money issues and using tapping to enhance someone's um, money situation. So I will often explain it in two ways. So in terms of law of attraction, we say, all right, we're, whatever we're in vibrational harmony with, we attract more of. So if I, and, and most of us have a far lower vibration around money than we want to admit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's we all say I want a lot of money. Shame and, and all these negative things generally, yeah. Money is the root of all evil and rich people mm -hmm. are guilty and I don't want to be a bad person. So I block myself from having it. I'm, of course, I'm going to say I want it. I'm just going to make sure I don't have it. So I have this low energetic vibration around it. And as I do the tapping, I can shift that vibrational energy so that I'm more in harmony with wealth. So that's the law of attraction, energetic point of view of why we can bring in more money with tapping. Another way is, you know, the, the way more like I was describing in terms of stress is I have a stress response to money because of what I've heard about it, that money is the root of all evil. So when I think about money, and I'm thinking it's the root of all evil. I have a stress response so that in order to protect myself from evil, I don't do all that I can do. I 
miss meetings. I forget to make phone calls. I show up late with all kinds of different things so that I limit my finances, which is a way of protecting myself. So I like to say that self-sabotage is simply misguided self-love. So as we tap and we clear up these misunderstandings about money or health or relationships or whatever it is that we want to experience more of, but we have ideas about why we couldn't or shouldn't have more of it. So we have this stress response. So we could say that the tapping is, you know, creating, sending these calming signals to the nervous system such that we calm down and thus our energy is more freed up or something in the tapping is creating a more harmonic uh, energetic vibration Mm-hmm. And the calm, the lowering of cortisol in our body or the change in the brain scan is just a reflection of the energetic shift. It's like, yes. oh, your energy is improved. And so, and we can register that through these different studies. And again, all how and why and what the causes, that's way above my pay grade. <laughs> so I'm always like, like it. So it goes back to what you said earlier, Nick about as long as it's it works. Not, if it works yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i'm not i'm not concerned about whether it's the meridians or uh this thing called piezoelectricity which is when we tap we create this um, electrical impulse that goes through the nervous system mm-hmm. or whether it's the polyvagal system or or whether it's just you know god says oh you're tapping i'm going to let you feel better now yeah whatever it may be i i'm only interested in people feeling better doing better and living better and mm-hmm. the tapping however it might be doing that uh creates more of that result absolutely you know i've i've found that i've heard stories about people tapping on on a certain issue or tapping surrounding a certain issue and that issue instantly dissolving or evaporating or some miraculous event taking place. And I, I, I'm sure that happens. That's never really happened for me, but what I've noticed is my thought patterns change when I've tapped around a specific issue. And once my thought patterns have changed, that leads me to take different actions and those actions bring different results. Yes. if it's really is that subtle and that's all it's doing, I don't care. It works (laughs) again. (laughs) It always comes back to the same thing. Brad, yeah. it's it's such a pleasure to talk to you, man. I, I really it, it feels like I know you because I've been watching your tapping videos, as I said, for well over a year. And uh, it's really you like that. Uh, I don't want to say like kind uncle because you you're not that much older than me. Uh, but <laughs> but it's like having like a slightly older brother who's been in my living room for a year, helping me talk through some of the things that I've been I've been challenged with. So it's such a pleasure to speak to you. And and obviously anyone who listens to this and doesn't realize that you have something clearly wasn't listening or wasn't open to, to receive. If those listening want to find out more about you or want to work with you or read one of your books or, or just, yeah, find out more information, where should they go? Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, you can go to tapwithbrad.com and you'll find links to, to various resources and links to uh, my YouTube channel. I've got over a thousand videos there. And I think I've probably watched about 900 of them. To be <laughs> honest. <laughs> you may have missed the best ones, Nick. <laughs> I might have, yeah. I'll make sure I watch the rest. Something to look forward to. And there's always a new one coming out each week. So, yeah. you know, and, and I totally understand that people are going to hear this from wherever they're at. Some people are going to be like, 
oh yes, absolutely. I'm going to go check it out right now. And others may still be going, tapping on your face feels weird. <laughs> no, I, fortunately, when I, when I took my first workshop, I had gone to clown college as part of my acting training. <laughs> so this tapping on my face wasn't the weirdest thing I'd ever done, <laughs> but, cool. uh, you know, you're, you're at where you're at and, and that's great, but just even listening to this, you've now just moved yourself that much closer to greater freedom. And thank for you sure. for doing that. Thank you. And I'm just reminded before I let you go, I'm reminded of, um, the story of, of, um, Brad Pitt told, like when he arrived in Los Angeles to make it as an actor, he was so broke before he made it. He was one of those guys standing in a chicken costume, holding yep. a sign for a chicken restaurant. Yep. Uh, so I think don't, don't be ashamed of the clown school, man. That's about actually not the way I look at the world that are unique. unique. Things. And oh, there's no like shame one of them is that I, I proudly I have my diploma the most on my wall. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Thank I you really so much, am. Brad. I appreciate you. I'm open-minded to pretty much anything based on what I've seen in my life through plant medicine and meditation and some very out there experiences. I know that there are aspects to, to life and to existence that we cannot even begin to comprehend. However, as I mentioned in my book, 99.9% of all the spiritual stuff that I've encountered in my life has been total garbage and most of the time pretty fraudulent. It's either someone who really believes they have some kind of ability but doesn't or someone that knows they don't have any kind of ability, but just pretends they do, and they're just outright fraudulent. In the case of emotional freedom technique or tapping, it was one of those things I was inherently skeptical about, but man, the results just speak for themselves. When you do it, and you do it consistently, things just start to change in your life. It's one of the modalities I use with almost all of my clients, and all of them have reported results from doing it as well. As I said in the intro, you have two choices now. You can either be that guy, you know, thought that was interesting and then doesn't give it a, a second thought. Or you can take some time and look up EFT. I would suggest go to YouTube or go to Brad's website. Have a look at what it's about. In fact, I think the best thing to do would be watch one of Brad's videos, Brad Yates on YouTube. And just find one of the ones that best suits the situation or challenge that you're dealing with in your life. And just play it and tap along with it and do that for a week and see what happens. Hope that has been helpful to you guys. I look forward to speaking with you again in another week. Until next time, remember, we're all alone in this together. 